Welcome to Random Radio. I'm your host, David Bolander, and thanks for listening in. So, for you new guys, every week we discuss a random topic, whether from a listener like you or my choice. And this week we're going to be talking about music with a good friend of mine, Braden Washburn. Hey everybody, my name is Braden Washburn. I'm a sophomore at Idaho Falls High School, and as David said, today we are going to be talking about music. Yes. Uh, so before we get started, I'd just like to remind everybody that uh, any opinions shown on the show are just opinions, and you have no need to take offense because we're not meaning to offend. But with, uh, with that out of the way, let's go on with the show. So, Braden, as I've heard, then, you've been in a lot of musicals, choir, whatever. I have, yes. So to start off with choir, um, I started choir back when I was in middle school in seventh grade. I f- we were in the same choir class, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, choir was a ton of fun. Like I started off, I have a ton of good experiences from that. Like in seventh grade, I took it throughout the whole year. Eighth grade, I took it most of the whole year. And then going into ninth and 10th grade, I've, I've taken choir nonstop. And it's been a really fun experience. It's been super cool to be able to like get to know people. I feel like that's one of the biggest things with music is just being able to like col- collaborate with people and being able to connect to each other on such a personal connection with music. Yes, I agree. And so, yeah, choir has been such a fun experience. I've definitely met a ton of friends from choir. I've also had some very interesting experiences in choir. And <laughs> don't get me started about all the drama that happens yes. in choir. It yeah. is an unbelievable experience. But yeah, overall, choir has been a super fun experience. And then there's musicals. Um, I've I've done musicals for years now. I think I started back in sixth grade. My first ever musical was Mulan Junior, and I have such a <laughs> such a funny story about this. So basically, it was our second uh, it was our second night of performances. I think we only had three. And on our second night, I was a soldier in the show. And so we're all doing our moves during Make a Man Out of You. And I accidentally, I had a stick and I went to do one of the moves and I accidentally hit one of my friends in the face. Uh (laughs) Well, he dropped his stick. It rolled under another kid. That kid (laughs) slipped and dropped his stick on the floor, (laughs) fell. And that kid started crying, ran off stage. The music started like slowing down, (laughs) stopping. All of us just picked right back up. Like everything was going crazy. And... I mean, the two leads just kept going how they went, and it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It was a it was a really interesting experience, but it was super fun. And, like, even, like, that was probably about five years ago, and even from five years ago, I still remember, like, this one vivid memory I have of this one kid who taught me the Spider-Man handshake from the movies, mm-hmm. and that handshake I know to this day, and I've taught it, so this year... Uh, in, I'm in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers at the moment, and there's this one kid who is in seventh grade who I've been like just talking to and becoming friends a little bit, and I taught him the Spider-Man handshake, and I hope that he's able to kind of grow up to like be my age and then teach somebody else the <laughs> Spider-Man handshake and yes. kind of remember it. And so I did move on back in sixth grade, and then I went into The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid was... It was an interesting experience. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like... It was okay. There was just a lot of drama between the cast members. And then I, I had, I actually, starting off with musicals, I had a really bad experience. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Like, uh, starting off, I was bullied a lot at the musical rehearsals. Like, I remember Mulan, I was just kind of, like, I didn't talk to anybody. I was always, like, kind of just to the side. And I didn't really want to, like, make myself, like, I didn't want to talk to anybody. And so I remember, like, the first day of Mulan rehearsals going out to my grandma's car when she picked me up and being like, I don't want to do this. Like, I can't, I can't do another two weeks of doing this show when 
I like there's nobody to talk to and yeah. that like that set off a really bad experience with musicals so my mom finally convinced me just hey try out for the little mermaid see if you get in and I got I got a role I was a sea turtle mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> being a sea turtle is yeah. such a weird experience I tell you if you don't have to be a sea turtle I would rather <laughs> like try to avoid being a sea turtle yeah. um but overall that play was fun, but it just set off a bad experience. So I took a break from musicals for a full year. And that was the worst year to take a break from musicals <laughs> because I miss Shrek the musical. I miss Newsies when oh. Newsies was happening. Uh, and the, missing Newsies makes me so mad to this day because the music in it is amazing. Yeah. And then I also missed, oh, I can't remember. I think I missed Madagascar Jr. And all those shows are such fun shows and I mm-hmm. kind of missed it. Uh, and then the next year came around and the Idol Falls Youth Arts uh, Center, they put on a performance of Matilda the Musical. And my mom was like, hey, you could be Matilda's brother, maybe. You should audition, see if you get a lead. If you don't, then I'm not going to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I auditioned and I got a callback for Michael, Matilda's brother. And I was really, really excited about it. I was like, oh my gosh, this this might actually happen. And so I spent so many hours memorizing and getting lines down and everything for Michael. And I went in so stressed out about it. And I did the rehearsal or I did the callback and I felt so good about it and I got the role. Oh yeah? And yeah, and so being Michael and Matilda was like that was my click. That was what made it so I wanted to keep doing musicals. <laughs> and so from there, I have a list. Let me pull it up real quick because <laughs> I don't want to remember everything that I've done. Yeah. Uh so I did Matilda and then I was Beauty and the in Beauty and the Beast, I was a salt shaker. Mm. We, we don't talk about Beauty and the Beast. We don't yeah. talk about Beauty and the Beast. But Moana was fun. I was Chief Tui, Moana's dad. Uh, and then I did Elf. I was just an elf. So pretty, pretty neutral. Yeah. And then I did Descendants. I was Jay. And then the most controversial one for me so far was Aladdin. Because I was Aladdin. Oh. And now, what was, what was controversial about this show is the fact that everybody kept saying, Brayden, you don't look like Aladdin. So why are you Aladdin? Uh. And like, it, it was so awkward and it just, it lowered my morale because like yeah. I was trying to sing the songs, right? I was trying to get my lines, but like behind everything, I had people telling me you shouldn't be Aladdin. You don't fit the part. And like, I had little kids come up to me and be like, are you Aladdin? Why are you Aladdin? <laughs> like, like my, yeah. my, my like body frame I'm kind. I'm kind of like I'm built bigger. I'm built taller. I'm like I. What do you call it? I'm white, and so <laughs> me being Aladdin, like it was just it, like everyone was like, "Why are you Aladdin?" But yeah. overall, that experience was fun. It was definitely a learning experience, and now I'm in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and it's definitely probably the funnest I've had in a musical solely due to the fact that it's just a ton of teenagers it's a ton of high school kids they're all my like they're all my friends we all get along super well and so like that's just been kind of a really good experience to go from a play with so much controversy and so much negativity and then moving into a super positive way yes that's that's amazing honestly the the fact that you've done so many things in the musical industry musical industry choir everything it's just amazing yeah definitely (laughs) and i find it in my experiences with like choir and such 
um, then most people in, in the music industry are super supportive. Like, you don't think they would be, but they really are really, most of them are at least. Some, some of the people, like you explained, were uh-huh. just kind of jerks. Yep. Just like, Some drama queens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there are always a few of those in everything, but I'd say musical industry, beautiful industry to get into. If you're, like, if you're ever worried, oh yeah, I'm never going to be good enough. Oh yeah, I'm not, I, I don't look the part or something like that, right? Irrational. <laughs> That's yeah. what I say. Completely irrational just because everybody's going to support you regardless of if you're good or if you're bad. They're going to probably want you to grow. Yeah, no, exactly. I completely agree with that. And like the musical industry is so accepting of people of every culture, every single different span of life. And so it's definitely it's definitely one of the most inclusive like uh, cult, like cultures and things to get into. And, like, one thing I've noticed with doing plays is the communities are always, like, so positive. And I've made friends for life doing choir and doing, like, plays and musicals and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. as you said, it's a really, really positive community. Yes. Yeah, and with, with the cultures thing, right? Uh, I, find it, I find it so cool that music kind of houses almost every culture under one roof, right? Mm-hmm. It, like, you can get some, <laughs> you can get some Japanese, Asian music at, at the, in like the same location that you can get the most american thing you can think of yep yeah yeah it's just i just find that interesting just also like um with like musical theater that was like the first kind of uh i guess live production of um of a book sort of yeah right just like hey i'm i'm just imagining the person who thought hey let's take this book and let's act it out so that people can so that people who struggle to read it can actually see it and appreciate it that's actually a really good point i feel yeah music ties everything together i like it's it's so weird to just like picture what the world would be like without music because yeah. music has just been such a big part of everybody's life like that's the thing is if if like there's a song you want to show somebody and like that's just another thing that can bond somebody together like i have so many friends who like will hear a song and it'll just be like oh yeah this is like our song this is our song that bonds us together and so it's just yeah as you said music is like such a cool way to bring such diverse cultures all together like under one roof yeah yes uh music music generally i've always been um like just way into music i i tried out with the cross country thing that worked out all right i tried out with a few other things it was all right but honestly i think i'm sticking with music audio like i'm doing here but you know i i just love music so much and it's gotten me through so many hard points in my life like just having a rough day listen to your favorite song yep it helps so much (laughs) no it definitely does and i actually have a story about that so Back when I was like three or four, I don't remember it, but my dad told me about it today. Uh, and it, it was such a cool experience for me to hear it from my dad. Uh, basically, so when I was like three or four, my uh, grandpa started suffering from cancer. And he started really like not being able to like function super well. And it just got to the point where he just was really struggling to like live. And so I remember right before he passed, uh, I would apparently I would constantly be looking up Linkin Park on YouTube and be listening to Linkin Park's music because that my aunt had shown me that my like grandpa's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so like I tied that in with my grandpa. And so that like 
my grandpa was passing and I was would listen to Linkin Park's music just so that I could have like some sort of personal connection to my grandpa. And mm-hmm. that's what's crazy is I've always really had a personal connection to Linkin Park and I've never really known why. And so my dad telling me today, like, hey, you used to listen to that music right before, like, grandpa passed. That's like, no way. Maybe that's why I have that personal connection to Linkin Park. And so, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It it provides such a personal connection to things. And it's, music is amazing. Yeah. Yes, agreed. I I haven't had any of those experiences personally, and I hope I never have one. Yeah. Though I know it's going to happen one of these years, but I... I don't know. I hope I, <laughs> I hope I at least get through it. And I'm, and I think that I might have a similar uh, um, situation to you where it's like music might help me tie together family. It helps. It might help me do other things like, uh, and now I'm thinking, um, just like if you've ever been to a wedding, then it's always, um, during the thing, then it's, uh, uh, whatever that song is, the, 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 oh, what, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it, has, it has a weird name. <laughs> but you know, like um, the 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 bride's march yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, there's that, and that's that's tradition. It's mm-hmm. part of tradition, and it's just interesting that um, that that that's part of a a lot of people's tradition is just play this one song during this one point in time that is super special to people, and then um, afterwards, what me what uh, my dad and my stepmom did is we um, or is they uh, chose. I think it was like 20 of their favorite songs each yeah. and they just played them alternating at their uh, after. Wait, that, that's so cool. Yeah, it was just interesting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Music has always been a good part of my family's lives. But. No, definitely. That's super cool. Speaking of wedding, actually, I had a super cool experience with music and a wedding. Uh, this was about a year and a half, two years back. And uh, it was right when I started to kind of get into guitar playing and stuff. And, like, I really was, like, finding myself a guitar. And uh, my mom came up to me and she was like, Hey, Brayden, I posted a video of you singing or playing guitar online. And someone reached out and said, Hey, could your son come and play guitar for my wedding? (laughs) I was like, Whoa, no way. This is actually happening. Like, maybe guitar like could actually take me somewhere and i just barely started too Uh and so i had barely any experience with guitar playing and so i was just i I was so excited about it and so like i remember like getting a ton of songs prepared and i barely knew like how to play Mm -hmm. i just knew a few simple chords so i was finding the simplest songs i could just so i could add some background noise and so i go to sit down and everything and i am like getting my stand ready and my computer all set up and i'm starting to play and the bride and the groom come over and the bride's like, Hey, thank you so much. Uh, like, thank you so much for playing at our wedding. Uh, this is the arrangement we want you to play of the bride's march as oh. I walk down the aisle and I go, Oh no, <laughs> because I hadn't, I hadn't played before. I hadn't played this part before I practiced uh-huh. all my other songs. I hadn't really practiced this one. Yeah. And so I get this arrangement. It wasn't super difficult because they knew I was just starting guitar playing. But, yeah. like, I, I, it was so stressful because, as you said, <laughs> music is such, like, that's tradition. That's tradition yeah. to have the bride's march, like, as the bride's walking down the aisle. And so me playing guitar, it was like, everybody here is going to remember this. Yes. And if I mess it up, <laughs> it messes up the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I remember her starting to walk down the aisle, and I started to play, and I was like, okay, it's going good, it's going good, and all of a sudden, 
my string just thunk and like it just made this really terrible noise oh. and everyone looked at me and I just I, I, I like kind of froze but then I was like we've got to keep going we got to yeah. keep going this is tradition we've got to <laughs> ignore that that happened so I kept playing and it, it, it was a crazy experience it was like it's so cool to now say hey I play guitar at a wedding for like the bride's <laughs> march which is pretty sick yeah yeah, that's that's really cool. I've I've actually been trying to get into guitar these last couple of years, but and I I'm really liking it, honestly. Yeah. I'm I'm learning quite a bit and I'm actually taking a couple of the guitar classes um at the school. But uh yeah, I'm I feel like I'm growing quite a bit in it. I'm probably nowhere near as good as you, but I mean <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I've I've definitely I've been doing guitar for about three years, uh, with my guitar teacher. My guitar teacher, his name's Kevin Hess. Mm-hmm. Uh he is one of the chillest people who I've ever worked with slash met. Mm-hmm. He turned into being my guitar teacher to really just being like a good friend. And so like I've always gotten along with him and just barely he moved into a studio. And so because of him moving into a studio, my guitar lessons have just turned into recording sessions. Like I'm able to go in there and like, he'll be like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to lay down this drum beat and then we're going to add this bass line. And then I want you to go and I want you to play this and I want you to sing this. And I'm like, count me in. (laughs) And so like right now we're like producing uh, a song I wrote. It's title is going to be changed. It's called late night therapeutic driving session. Uh And right now it's, it's, it's super fun. It's definitely it's so cool like only being 15 and having like basically my own producer yeah. <laughs> like that barely ever happens and so the fact that like i have that and it's with such like a one of my close friends slash guitar teachers slash yeah. producer and so yeah. it's definitely like i've been able to go into like music production and songwriting and like yeah it's just been super nice yeah that's a really cool thing about the music industry is that now, like, it used to be that, well, if you want to um, be a music producer, you have to uh, buy a cheap instrument that you found online or that you found just randomly, right? Probably doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to go find your own producer, pay tons of money for everything, and then you have to find people who actually want to listen. Nowadays, literally, uh, and I actually, I actually read an article on this um, you can actually, you can seriously pick up your grandpa's old trumpet, have your cheap microphone and your cell phone, post it online, and you're done. That's very true. Yeah, and you can make good money off of that, yeah. too. It's it's insane. Like, it might take a little bit of time, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's worth it. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, my first cover that I ever posted of a song, uh, I think it was Wagon Wheel back in, like, 8th grade, 8th or ninth grade, because yeah. I think we were singing that song in choir. Yeah, I remember you singing that. Yeah, that was, that was fun, but, like, I remember it. So, my dad, when he was in high school, like, oh, I think it was, like, 1998, because he was graduating class of 2000, and it was, like, 98 or something, and he was like, hey, I want to get into guitar playing. And so he went out and he, I think he either bought a guitar or he got a guitar given to him from Christmas. And it's this, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just a super nice classical guitar. Like the, uh, what do you call it? Like everything is just really nice on it. Yeah. And it, it had just been sitting in my basement for years, <laughs> not being touched. And my dad signed me up for guitar lessons and everything. And that's a guitar that I used for a little bit. 
And then I, like, worked really well, and it was just so cool being able to, like, use my dad's guitar that he used in high school. And so then, over the summer, I was able to, like, save up from working, and I bought myself an electric guitar. Mm -hmm. And, like, really fun, really cool electric guitar. It's, like, it's this really nice black color with, like, red maroon mahogany on the back of it. Mm -hmm. And it's a really sleek-looking guitar and everything, and I would use that constantly. And then I got another acoustic electric. But... But, like, I, so I went through kind of a hard time just with, like, drama and some girl issues (laughs) and stuff like that, uh, like, two or three months ago. And that's, like, really, that's what sparked my songwriting. And I remember sitting down on my bed and playing on my electric, and I was like, this doesn't feel right. And so I got my old dad's old acoustic, tuned it up, (laughs) and I wrote my, like, first official song. Really? on my dad's old guitar and wow. so like having that personal connection to be able to say hey my dad bought this guitar in high school and i just wrote a song on my dad's old guitar and so yeah, yeah no that that's like my personal connection that i've had with like old instruments and being able to use that like i use my mm-hmm. dad's old guitar to film like film and post a cover which was super cool yeah, nice. <laughs> That's amazing. You'll have to send me a link to uh, all yeah. your, to your thing. Yeah. I'll need to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Hopefully I'll be releasing songs pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Once I like officially get them produced, I want to release one like towards my birthday, which is like April 11th. Mm-hmm. And so I want to I want a release a song in the month of April and then I want to release like a small EP with just a few songs uh like late 2022. Okay. And so, like, around November, December. And so, yeah, I'll definitely send you a link, <laughs> and I'll definitely keep you updated, because I'm super excited for it. All right, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad you could be here with us. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Oh, I don't think so. Overall, like, music is just such a, like, a fun topic to talk about, and I'm so, like, grateful for all the stuff that music has brought into my life. And overall, like, I feel like I've been able to build myself as a person and build myself as, like, a collaborator and everything from, like, being able to be so involved with music. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always a good feeling when, when you just, you share a, um, a collective interest with somebody, mm-hmm. right? And you both know exactly what you're talking about. You both know, like, you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you mean. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you've had some amazing uh, experiences with music, and I'm glad that you could come and speak on this podcast with me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> overall, music just amazing thing. It can tear it. It can tear people apart. It doesn't very often, but uh, it for the most part it brings people together, and it's an amazing tool that you can use. And I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's just a beautiful thing. And uh, with that, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And I'm David Blinder, and this was Random Radio signing off.